welcome to the Trek Convention podcast. Thank you for joining us. As always, we'll be discussing all the latest convention updates, our favorite Trek headlines, and discussing everything we know and love from the Star Trek universe. All, of course, from a fan's point of view. And in this episode of the Trek Convention Podcast, we'll run down the current slate of celebrities scheduled to attend the 56-year convention in Las Vegas and highlight some upcoming fan events. We'll review ticket availability as well as take a deeper dive into the event schedule in Las Vegas. And we'll see if we can figure out this thrill business. All this and more in this episode of the Trek Convention Podcast. Hey, Jenna, how are you? I'm great, Bill. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. It took me eight times, 12 times to get through the uh, opening. At, at least. Yeah. I gave up counting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I finally stopped laughing. Uh, but I am actually very excited about the convention because every time uh, I listen to the how many days are left to the convention, it's 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 like 30 now. We're into the 30s as far as the distance from the Las Vegas convention. So that's Woo-hoo. that's very exciting. Um, the end. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all. I'm just very excited. And see you next time. No. Uh, well, rather than just bantering back and forth like we always do and saying very little in the process, why don't we just get to it? Well, why don't we? All right, then. Cue the special effects. Convention updates. Convention updates. Convention updates. So it's exciting about the convention being only 30 days away. Have you heard any news lately? I haven't. You know, the, the guest list seems to be about the same. Uh, it's still stuck at 130. I mean, not that 130 is like a bad number, but I mean, yeah. it takes a while it's to a get there. a lot of people. There. It is. Um, and of course, they still point out there, there is a click here for guest cancellations. And so far, there's been like one. Uh, I think we covered it last time. Oh, there has been a slight change in that um, Shatner is showing up um, on Sunday, not Saturday. Uh, huh. I didn't really know what day he was going to be there to begin with, because, of course, there's no schedule yet, but it says that he's there Sunday as opposed to Saturday. Um, so I guess that probably would affect, uh, like, photo op tickets and things like that if you purchased it already, like I did. But I, I, I don't have a Shatner one, so I'm, I'm good. But anybody who did would have to uh, adjust. Uh, and the other gal I think we talked about here is uh, Raven Dowda, uh, but she canceled back in June, so... Yeah, but the the only other big thing I've noticed, and they uh, they made it part of their their um, uh, newsletter, the email newsletter, is that uh, gold and captain chair tickets are sold out. I think we talked about gold being sold out last time, um, but now both gold and captain are sold out. So, huh. yeehaw! Uh, that means there's going to be a lot of people there this year. I mean, compared to last year, and yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think that's that is also showing in the amount of people who are not dropping out. Like, remember last year about this time, it was every every week there were new people that were not coming, and they were big names that were not coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think we talked about this that in some cases I think there were reshoots, but in a lot of cases it wasn't. Um, and you're talking about celebrities. Uh, celebrities, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I'm encouraged by that in that. Uh, in that it means that, you know, there's going to be a full slate of, like, things to do. It's also a shorter, um, shorter 
duration. It's four days this year versus versus five. So that means a lot of people, short amount of time, lots of stuff to do, which is which is great. I think I think in in our next episode we may revisit the uh, the Bally's experience as far as the fact it's in a new hotel. And of course, whenever I think of like, oh, the convention will be really busy, I think, where am I going to go eat? And um, is there going to be enough time to get to a place to eat? So maybe in our next uh, next um, <clears throat> episode we'll we'll go into that. Um, one of the things I wanted to point out too is that even though there that the the big Vegas convention is is obviously my personal favorite, um, but there are other things going on. Um, there is a, a, like I say in the past, there's a an event schedule on the truck convention site, and there's not a lot there just because I I look them up and do that myself. But if anybody knows of anything, please send me something. But uh, in early August, there's something called the Days of the Dead. Um, convention at the uh, Las Vegas, uh, not Las Vegas, the Los Angeles Hilton here. Uh, and then in um, the 12th and 14th, there's a fan expo in Boston, my old hometown. Not to mention Creation itself does the uh, the Supernatural uh, event, which is also in, uh, in early August versus uh, the uh, the truck convention, which is in later uh, later in August. Like we said, um, and anybody who's a big uh, fan of Disney, the D23 Expo this year is uh, mid to late, early early September. So just some things coming up. And when we get into October, I, I mentioned already that there's uh, there's another Hollywood show in October. And StrangerCon, I think StrangerCon is still happening. It's in, uh, it's in Illinois. Uh, it's moved a couple times, so I would, I would double check on that and probably will. But I do try to keep the, uh, the fan list up to date. Um, on the Trek Convention site, which is events.trekconvention.com. Very exciting. Very exciting. So I have, I guess the best question to ask about the guests is, has Mark Alimo shown up on the guest list yet? Not yet. I can, since there's this, since they're still at the 130 mark, uh, I'm guessing he, uh, he is not on it. Yeah. Dang it. I know. He's, uh, he's a big draw for you. Um, but I don't see, uh, not see Mr. Alimo. Although they're by, let me just, let me, before I say, in case somebody, you know, on the number changed, but it didn't change. No. I see Maggie, Mary, 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 lots of Marys, Max, but no Mark. Too bad. You'll just have to go back and watch The Last Starfighter one more time just to get your Mark Alimo <laughs> fix on or... Or he was also in um, Total Recall, in case you want to get your fix. Anyway, enough of this. Uh, what's next? Convention updates. Convention updates. So when can we expect to see the final schedule? Do you have an idea? It's always a nail-biter. It's always like, you know, uh, I think this year it starts on a Thursday, so we might see it like Monday or Tuesday of the week of. It's always um, it's always very very last minute. Last year was a particular uh, issue only because even when you got the schedule, by the time you were physically there, some folks had already canceled, um, either last minute thing or you know test came back positive or, or whatever, and they just they they so it was always sort of a you know they're here and then ah they get there and they're not so it was uh, and and no fault of of the convention uh, no, runners because you just can't. You can't predict, you know, that. I mean, that was uh, everyone was very happy to be there, but not everyone was uh, was able to be there. So, 
but this year has a has a fairly long slate of uh, of events to do, um, which is kind of nice. I mean, at least the, the the that that bit of the schedule is uh, is up. Are you going to any of the events? Uh, I usually stick my head into the uh, the the um, karaoke night because that's always kind of a fun karaoke. It, yes, if you want to call it that. Uh, some people call it karaoke, the Japanese, and then the rest of us call it karaoke. But I'll probably have to cut all that out, by the way. Um, but I'll probably go to the uh, the, the the karaoke night because um, it's there's alcohol. And it's reflected in the level of fun of the event, and I think it's still uh, Colin Trenier and um, and his cohort that are uh, hosting it this year, as they have in in years past. So that should be fun. I don't know if Anthony Montgomery is going to be part of that or not, but um, it's always kind of fun. Uh, and while I'm tempted, yeah, Dominic Keating and Connor Trenier. Sorry, I left somebody out. And while I'm 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 interested in Mary Chifo's yoga class, I I would die in a yoga class i'm not good at yoga but i still i i applaud the fact that there's a yoga class at a track convention so very exciting how Uh, many people do you think show up to her class i don't know i thought i mean she's been doing it several times in a row so you would think that people do show up yeah it is limited to 50 people so i mean i would i i would think at least 50 would show up but uh I don't know. It kind of also, I would think, kind of depends depends a little bit on what day it is. If it's like the first day, and that's not when people go, that might affect you know what it was or when when they went or if they went. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of neat. Uh, one of the ones that I'm kind of looking forward to too is the uh, the 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 honoring Ricardo Montalban, which is a presentation of an interview and or uh, uh, oh, sorry it's presentations and interviews and documentary by Gil Smith and Joel Gonzalez um, and I think I know a little bit about Ricardo Montalban and every time I hear a little bit more about him I find him increasingly fascinating um, so I think that plus you be. like documentaries I love that unlike you I love documentaries. unlike me <laughs> I hate documentaries <laughs> that's a made-up fact by the way I I uh, I don't believe that you hate documentaries, um, so that's a, that's always a that's I was gonna say that's always fun to do, but it's the first time they're doing it, so it's not fun. Jimmy's Place they do every year. Um, it used to be Quark's Bar, and now that it's not sanctioned by the by the Paramount folks, they can't use the the name, so they use Jimmy's Place because uh, James Dewan used to like to hang out at the bar, so they named it after him, which is very nice. Um, but uh, and apparently Roddenberry Entertainment, I guess they give them their own room, their own space. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be called or where it's going to be. Rather, it's the Roddenberry stage adjacent to Jimmy's Bar. So there's a little side area that they'll be running a lot of their the Rodden, Roddenberry Entertainment uh, properties there. So I don't know what schedule they'll have or if they'll have a separate schedule. But I'm guessing it's going to be part of the main schedule anyway. But uh, and one thing that we never bring up because I'm not a fan of this. But it seems to be the core element of almost all of these fan fan events is the cosplay contest. There's oh yeah, I love a, cosplay. Yeah, I, I it's never been my thing. I, I mean, I have a couple costumes, you know, just like some, you know, captain shirts and tricorders and things like that. But I I've never been never had quite the chutzpah to uh, 
to dress up and 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 go. But uh, they do have the cosplay contest again. They're uh, oh, it's set for Saturday, um, which starts with a parade. And uh, for me, it's because I'm not into it. It's it's sort of a break. I can actually eat, sit down and eat somewhere. Um, but uh, it does take uh, take a take a lot of the the time, and it is a big big piece of the uh, of the convention. So, yeah, they actually have a one thousand dollar gift certificate for the winner, so that's a big deal. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the documentaries I think that Shatner put together, and I think it was I think it was Get a Life. Um, but he uh, they followed uh, a gentleman that usually does data every year, um, and he was uh, he dressed as a Borg, very very good at uh, at the cosplay and the the building the costumes and things like that. But um, he he was very excited to win the thousand dollars. So uh, it's it's a thing. And of course, I, I think it's more about doing it and being acknowledged than it is the money. But the money helps. Uh, sure, everybody likes money. Uh, most people, I should say. Um, and there will be a couple screenings of movies. I think we mentioned that last time. The The Wrath of Khan again, in, in, uh, tying in with uh, with uh, the Ricardo Montalban and. Um, and the on the as I said on the other end of the spectrum, is uh, is uh, Star Trek Nemesis, which of course was uh, one of the lesser popular of the of the franchise, but uh, a lot of good performances in there. There are some scientific events, practical steps into space with Jaden Sage. The Seventh Rule podcast will uh, will have uh, will be there as well. I think they're uh, they're talking on Sunday. Have you heard from Gaze in Space? Are they showing up this year? Uh, the, the the leader <laughs> of the of, of the Gaze in Space, uh, Dan Devey, uh, is is listed as one of the guests. But I don't see anything. Uh, I don't think I see anything listed uh, for them. There's the there's a bunch of space. There's um, there's a couple podcasts that will be there. This Trek Convention podcast won't be there, by the way. I don't don't know if you'd planned on packing up and meeting me there but uh no um patents in star trek mental health and understanding science panels i don't see gays in well gays in space wouldn't be they wouldn't be on the official list um they would send out their own list their the events they held last year were sort of unofficial events okay so i was just wondering if you've heard anything from gays in space if they're doing anything this year I haven't. I know sometimes they show up in the big list and sometimes they don't, but it might be uh, more to do with um, the timing of the event and who's there and, and where it is. Uh, this year, like I say, I don't see anything on the official list. But then again, this is this is official in that it isn't the official schedule. It's just the events they're planning to have with uh, rough dates around when, when they think they'll it's scheduled for Thursday, scheduled for Saturday. And there's caveats all over the site that, you know, things may change because things may change. Even in, even in the, in, in, even before the burn uh, events like this always had uh, scheduling conflicts and things would come up. And of course, since the, the pandemic, it's, uh, it's not, it's not gotten better. So, uh, but yeah, and I one of the things, and it's not considered it's considered an event. I don't think of it as an event, but it, there's the uh, there's the the dealers room, um, which uh, I don't necessarily buy a lot, but I do like wandering through a dealers room. There's something about a dealers room I very much like, almost as much as the no minimum bid auction, which is always uh, always a lot of fun. And those are sort of usually scheduled between other things, so I'm guessing we won't find out when those are until much closer to the event. 
But I, of course, I love a good auction. I love an auction just in general. eBay is one of my favorite places to be, um, even though it's not like a real auction. But uh, it's unlikely that I would ever buy anything one because you've basically stuck the people most likely to buy this stuff in a room and said, who wants to pay the most for it? <laughs> and it's usually not going to end up being me because I can't afford it compared to some of the deep pockets in those, in those auctions. But again, cool to see the stuff. Um, have you ever bought anything at auction? You must have bought things. At no. Um, the first year we went to Vegas, um, you were trying to get me to bid on, and I was, I was very tempted to bid on a giant poster with, Gold Ducat's face on it. Okay. But they they were hanging. They were the, these giant posters that were hanging up on the walls. Yeah. As decoration, they sold them all at the end of the convention. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a Gold Ducat one. But yeah. the truth of the matter is, I have absolutely no idea how I would hang a humongous um, yeah. Gold Ducat poster in my house. So I yeah. fortunately talked myself out of it. Yeah, I don't think you were helpful. I think you. Oh, were, I'm never helpful. No, you were trying to get me to buy it pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, because you know who Goldacott looks like is uh, is your favorite actor, Mark Alimo. I, I It's uncanny. Yeah, that's that's what he, like. that's yeah. what he looks like. Yeah, it is yeah. a little uncanny. Yeah. Uh, in years past, I think this past year was the first time they had sort of an electronic wall behind the uh, behind the speakers with you know, clearly it's a it's a giant screen with you know animation and things on it, which is really very entertaining and very, very, very upscale. But in years past, they had, a, again, another giant background that was canvas or plastic or something, and they would have the the celebrities sign it as they came in or came off stage or what have you, and then they would auction that off at the end of the, uh, the, end of the convention. That's a harder sell, because for one thing, it weighs hundreds and hundreds of pounds when you fold it up, and who's got the space to hang something the size of, of a Vegas like theater backdrop in their house. The only time I saw one uh, sell where there was any understanding of who bought it is uh, the, the, the woman that bought it owned like a, an an aircraft company. They train, they, they train people to to fly planes. So she had literally had an, a hanger. So she was hanging it in her hanger and it's kind of the only situation where you'd be able to hang it up in one big piece is, is if you had an airplane hanger. Uh, but yeah, they're huge. Yeah. Anyway, so those are some of the events coming up in, uh, in Las Vegas. Okay, what's next? Convention Corner. Convention Corner. Convention Corner. Convention Corner. So, Bill, oh. what the hell is this thrill thing that they're doing at the 56-year Mission Convention? I I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, I I read through the the little blurb about it. It's not it's not terribly detailed, and it's not terribly. I don't quite follow what what the the thinking is as far as like there'll be people there and they'll be picked ahead of time. And there's a little there's a few too many allusions to other things. I think in last year's convention they had said. Uh, they brought up the thrill because again, not having the the rights to to Star Trek and and the, the iconography and and all the, the the names and characters and places there, I feel like they're kind of struggling to find like an identity that they can they can own. And I think thrill was it. And I I, I got the impression it was from uh, Forbidden Planet, which of course is a very old film, and of course I'm, it's probably in the public domain by now. So they were doing something around that. But I'm reading it, and it reads like a Twilight Zone episode. It reads like to serve man, 
which turns out to be a cookbook. Um, so there's a lot of that sort of like, oh, they're here for our benefit. And, and there's a lot of references to like, uh, just a lot of keywords that sound like maybe they're gearing up for that. But I'm like, but, but that's, that's, I, I don't know how that would work either. Um, well, they brought up Childhood's End, which is a book. Yeah. Yeah. About a benevolent, um, yeah. alien invasion. Right. Yeah. That was actually a mini series on something. It was a three episode thing I watched. I haven't, I honestly, I haven't read the book, but I do, I do know the, the core of it. Um, Glorious New Age of Enlightenment and Union, just our mentor Gene Ronberry foretold. What I find odd about the, the, the reference to Gene Ronberry, because what I, what I had heard, and of course it's been a long time since Gene's still been with us and can, you know, say things on his own, so people are always quoting him. But one of the things I remember uh, hearing about is that he hated the idea of the ancient aliens theories. All the like, oh, the aliens built the pyramids. And he, he was very much like, no, people are smart. We're capable of doing things. He was a, he was a humanist and, and felt like that, you know, humanity is its own best friend. Um, so the idea that like this thrill is going to serve humanity and carry that this kind of component of that that's in here. And I can see why they, they, they used it, but I, it doesn't seem like very, very, very trekky or trekish or what have you. So anyway, I'm not sure what it is. I guess we'll find out when it happens. <laughs> well, and it's, it's very weird too, because they're talking about bringing people up on stage in special costumes that they send them. And those people are going to be taken away to this thrill ship. It's it's very bizarre. It sounds almost cultish. It really it really does. Because wasn't there that cult here not long ago that um, believed that um, there was some spaceship coming to take them all away to paradise, and so they killed themselves? Yeah, that's a that's good kind point. of what it sounds like to me. Yeah, and I and I. I, I Part of me feels like maybe they just haven't kind of thought it through, or they have, but they haven't explained it really well. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't quite understand that. And it does, you know, I, I think they're trying to tie in the idea of bringing audience members into the into the 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 experience, um, trying, like I like, say, create a new theme kind of for themselves. I don't know what this would be long term because obviously it sounds like a it might be just a one off, but. Um, and I, I'm honestly, I'm a little uncomfortable with the word empire, uh, just as a as a trigger. Um, most organizations that fall into the empire realm are, are rarely uh, benevolent. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, to serve humanity foretells the intent to carry us into a new era. I'm like, uh, is that like to serve man? Because we did that already. Um, but yeah. I'm not sure. Like I say, I guess we'll find out in, in late August when uh, when all is revealed. If anybody has any more insights other than our babblings, please let us know. Please let us know. All right, what's next? Trek Convention So that's all we have for this episode of the Trek Convention Podcast. Isn't it hard to determine what your photo op should be without the schedule? Like, don't you uh, worry about getting two people that are um, scheduled at the same time? Uh, I don't, only because they usually list when they expect the person to be there. Uh, And since they only have one photographer... Um, if he moves one person, he'll move it because, you know, oh, I see. so it's, if there were, like you say, if there were, were multiple 
photo sessions going on, that would be that would be a thing. And I used to kind of worry about that until I realized, oh wait, they're all the same guy. Um, it would be it would be uncomfortable if I knew I wasn't going for the whole four days. Because um, if you were if you were somebody who's getting a general admission ticket and you wanted to get like the the Shatner photo that got moved from Saturday to Sunday, uh, and there are some details about how to change your ticket if that just happened to you. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'll go on Sunday. I'll get a picture with Shatner, and then it turns out he's on a different day or whatever. That that would be a thing. But since I'm there for the for the full for the full length, it's uh, it's less impactful. But good point if you are getting a photo op to make sure that the days you plan on getting a um, a, a photograph taken is one of the days you'll actually be in the convention because the photo op ticket doesn't get you in the convention. It just gets you into the little room where they take pictures. Um, but I am thinking about adding some some other folks to my. Uh, my list at least ahead of time spread out the cost a little bit so i'm not spending all my money at one time in las vegas the end the end <laughs> that was a good story yes like all my stories it was long ponderous and ultimately it was uh, <laughs> anyway so that's it for this episode like i say next time i think we'll talk a little bit more about the uh, the specifics of the convention itself um but until then have a good summer Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Are you enjoying the Trek Convention podcast? Why not follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? Just look for Trek Convention. And for convention updates and photos, head to trekconvention.com. And thanks for listening. The Trek Convention Podcast is brought to you in part by .comsagogo. .comsagogo is your one-stop shop for domains, domain hosting, branded email, and more. No matter where you are in the galaxy, make sure everyone can find you with your own unique domain. .comsagogo. Connecting you to the universe and helping you. Go boldly. Go to trekconvention.com sponsor for rates and deals.